Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be doing another shorty episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about Moon Knight, uh, the latest installment, and I would say even, and I was going to say just in the MCU, but obviously, it's the latest uh, Disney Plus uh, series show series um, that we haven't covered yet. Uh, we did a little shorty on the. Uh, so what was the season finale of Book of Boba Fett? And so we're we're planning on doing for the first these cover the first three episodes, and as of this recording, the fourth episode has aired um, today, Wednesday, four twenty. Make your jokes now, get them out of your system. Um, and so we're going to be covering the first three episodes, and then in a future episode, we'll be in a future podcast episode, we'll be covering the last three because there are six total. Um, and I, be- I believe when I what I've read over and over, and most of the time it's speculation, but I believe it's a one and done series. Yeah, and I, you know, I got to be honest with you, I'm not really. Gosh, I I told myself this was going to be a shorty episode, but I got to go out on this tangent. Um, so I'm listening to the I listened to Revenge of the Sith on audiobook, and I'm listening to Attack of the Clones on audiobook. And, and you're I, becoming a bigger Star Wars fan than me. Holy crap! <laughs> And I don't so, mean, I'm I'm fatter than you, so I'm still bigger that way. But I mean, you're becoming a more devoted fan, and you're starting well, to piss me off. I have a personality where I, if you haven't noticed, you're a little me, a little obsessive at times. When I when I when I focus on something, I focus on something. That's so. a nicer way to put it. You're right. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> obsessive compulsive. I don't know. Well, my mom is that way, so I have those tendencies. That's why I more have it the reined in, probably. And I'm don't worry. Here. Wait, wait long enough, and I'll be into something else like Star Trek in a couple months. So, hey, sweet. Um, I haven't. We haven't ventured into that. Yeah, I said ventured. That was nice. Anyway. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, no, but really quick tangent, and I know we don't want to do too many of these on this shorty, but so I guess because I know I'm gonna forget about it and not bring it up in the next podcast. Sure. What I've noticed is, in in th- this is why people say the book was better than the movie, right? So yeah. in a book, you get the character's thoughts you get things described you get like internal dialogue things are you know like they gave a look of this and like things are just so much better described overly described even yeah right right. like because obviously you don't have a visual aid to tell the story so you're relying on just what is written down or in my case what I'm listening to on the audiobook. So they even and, have to, sometimes they have to go for pages to describe it because they don't have that visual aid. And, and that right. does and help a lot of times. Anybody who's read a Lord of the Rings books knows exactly what I mean. And I'm sure that like uh, Game of Thrones, those books are the exact same. So right. where I'm going with this is I thought to myself as I'm listening to this, I'm like, this is so good. I wish they would have included more of these details in the movie. There's so many important things that you're like ah that makes sense like right Right. now i'm I'm at the part where um where obi-wan kenobi just landed on geonosis and he's like piecing together what's going on he's like listening to uh dark um count dooku talk to the trade federation and he's like why would jango fett create help create an army for the republic but he's working as a bounty hunter for the separatists and i'm thinking yes please tell me why because yeah, i've been right. asking i don't understand like it's so weird i don't understand that connection like it right. seems so contradictory so i'm excited to like 
almost as he's figuring this out, I'm getting more details than the movie was able to provide. And where I'm going with all of this is the format and what they're doing these series. So you've got WandaVision, you've got um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you've got Loki, and now you've got Moon Knight, right? Mm-hmm. What they're creating is like a what they what was and it is i mean this is what it's called but a limited series right like roots remember when roots came out and right. it was on tv and it was yep. like a nine episode deal right yeah they couldn't make it a continuing sitcom which clearly that's not, not, a, not sitcom. a situational comedy <laughs> no that's for no. sure um but they couldn't make it a movie because it would have been way too long and nobody would have sat in a movie theater for it right I think, this even though these are between, one and one, it's a yeah. cross between a a a, sh- a regular show that goes on a long time and a movie. It's right in between, right? And it's I think it's hitting that sweet spot, and they're kind of figuring out the formula where I I mean, you and me have no problem sitting in a movie for theater for three hours, right? We just did. I mean, yeah. yeah so. And that's becoming more the norm. I think that people who make movies, make TV shows, make um, these type of media, they're starting to realize that people's attention spans are longer in certain situations in the correct format. Right. And and, these, and maybe maybe COVID had a lot to do with that, forcing yeah. us to forcing I, us to be more patient and and have other outlets and be less. I need it now, kind of thing. Well, and it it starts to become one of those things where it's like the just the culture of movie making in Hollywood and, and everything is changing. Right. Where it used to be if you if you heard about a three hour a movie that went over three hours, two and a half hours, holy cow, that was a long movie, right? Are right. you kidding me? You couldn't do that. That's like in the, the scene in uh the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. We can't put an eight-minute song on the radio. Right. Are you kidding me? Nobody well, would play it. Gilligan's you know? Island. Gilligan's Island. They were on a three-hour tour. That was on a boat ride. We're talking a movie. Right. This is long. Yeah. It's right. Like, oh, that was right. a long reference. Well, there. But I'm old. tying it in. Tying it in. Um, oh, but oh, anyways, thanks. what? But what? I guess what I'm getting at with Moon Knight, and this is this is a like as I I like to say sometimes a long walk for a short drink of water. That's what we do. Um, so what, what I'm going to get at is I am okay with these one and done limited series because right. I would rather have them where they go into more detail. They explain things more. They give us more content over six weeks than a one hour and a half long movie. And there's 15 different deleted scenes that you're like, why didn't they leave that in the final cut? Well, I mean, I totally agree. And actually, I just read an article today that I was going to post, but I, I just, I, I might still do it, but it, it kind of said how Disney might be ruining some of its series because it's actually cutting episodes. So, uh, t- I mean, to your point, but maybe to the contrary a little bit, it, and even with this one, it's been a little confusing, and I think they want you to have some, there's supposed to be some mysteries. So the first two episodes are, explaining this guy's because he's got dissociative person or dissociative identity disorder it's a very serious mental disorder and two personalities are a result so far 
or, and they call them alters actually with that disorder. Um, but the point is that it's a little confusing and maybe hard to follow and knowing what's going on, which I suppose is since the character himself is confused of what, what's going on, the, the viewer should be too. But like I said, I've, I've read that possibly um, Disney is, is having them cut out scenes or full episodes, which might be a detriment. So, I mean, that's something to think about too. As you said, it's nice to have this, this um, middle ground where it's not a, just a one-time movie and it's not a long-time series. Hopefully they put in enough in these limited series. And, that, and I, like, as we said, I believe this is going to be just a limited series. Hopefully they still put enough into it that you do have a full understanding of the character and what's going on around them. And I think that there's no reason why somebody like Moon Knight, who's a brand new character, we don't know anything about him. We're learning everything through this And he series. wasn't that well known, even, even in the comics, he was fairly popular, but, outside of that people just have never heard of this guy even right so i think that there's no pro i don't have any problems with them saying okay i'm gonna introduce him over the course of this limited series right and then eventually he's gonna make his way into the movies right he's gonna oh, be yeah. a character yeah. you know that shows up in one of the movies or sure. is a, a part of the avengers or whatever and part of then, part of the MCU, and then maybe he is in another series, or he's got his own, you know, his own movie, you know. And so I think that this whole world building and the way that they're doing it for for the Disney execs that are listening to us right now, hi, um, and all the, we love you, high, we love your what, stuff, even if you do <laughs> cut out things, we love you, and the higher the higher ups at, at, in Hollywood. We can handle it. I don't know. John Favreau and Dave Filoni, we love you especially. <laughs> Put the extra episode in there. If it's a if it's a budget thing, if it's a right. timing thing, I get it. I understand there's a lot of pressure and things that need to all come into place in order to get a series to actually happen and on time and under budget and all those things. It's got to be that's... budget though, right? Because, I mean, like you right. said, one more episode, no one's going to be upset with that. In fact, people are upset because there's not enough. That's the whole point. So, yeah, I, I hope that that's the reason and not a, well, we don't think people would pay attention for that. Right. One. God, please. Yeah. I hope they understand. Well, and, and like I said, I think that article was based on the fact that people are complaining that, that it's only six episodes. Remember, shows 20 years ago used to have 25 episodes in a season. Now that's just right. crazy talk. Now if you get 16, it's like, oh, my God, this is the longest season ever, you know. It, things and have that, changed. that would be an interesting topic to sometime some cover someday is the evolution of uh the tv series and how or the it used evolution <laughs> how it used to be right uh maybe an episode or two a week and it was a half an hour episode and it ran from september until may or june right, right? yeah and it was every single week you could set your clock to it they took a break for maybe you know they, they ran a rerun on Christmas or they ran a rerun on Thanksgiving, week, the week of Thanksgiving, but then they were right back at it. Cut to the streaming generation where you've got 10 episodes and they're each an hour long and how that changes the way that media is consumed. Right. It's, even an hour long, though, it's still not anywhere near what it used to be. It's just like... I mean, and we've even mentioned a few in our in some of our podcasts 
we've mentioned shows that were way back when, and they were canceled, or, you know, basically canceled after two or three seasons, and they still had like sixty episodes in two yeah. or three seasons. It's like, oh well, they were canceled, but they had sixty episodes. Now it's like if it's canceled, they get three episodes, and that well, was half of a season. I also think that the way that like because of the i mean in every episode every c every tv show is different but for example moon knight uh loki all these you know there's a lot of special effects there's a lot right. of big budget things there is going a big on. budget when you have a tv show like friends where they literally are coming basically as close as coming to the office every day which is the studio that doesn't change much maybe a prop or two is shuffled out right you're coming to the to the the office, quote unquote. You record your scenes for the next week's episode. You know by Thursday, they right. take Friday, Saturday, Sunday to edit it. it, and then then maybe it comes out on a Tuesday night. Right. You know that type of pace. And don't get me wrong, it's a quick pace and quick turnaround. Well, You're and really demanding a lot of your actors, but it's just the way they they did it was just different. Right, and that and that show didn't even have that many episodes per season. Right. As as some of these older shows that we're talking about, right? From 10, yes, years, that's from yeah. 30, 30 years ago, even. But I you're right. To... It was more of a everyday grind, which which those actors especially appreciate because they got a constant paycheck. It's an it's an everyday job, like you say, you know. Yeah. But yeah, these limited series. I mean, and we don't need to go too much further into this, but it's. I mean, I'm sure they pay the actors more because it is limited, and so they and yet they're gonna get a lot of um, viewing. Um, and all that stuff, so they they still deserve whatever they're due. I'm sure they got to pay them more per episode as a result, though. You know, well, even the production costs is what I've well, like yeah, the cinematography heard, is amazing. Yeah, what I've heard is some of these series one episode costs as much as like some feature length films to produce. Oh, I'm sure. You know, well, so it's a longer version of a movie, as you said before. Yeah. So, I mean, right. Um, but anyways, yeah. So let's, let's get into who, who the heck is Moon Knight? What is it? What is he all about? As you had mentioned, um, he's got, it's a, so what say it's associative, disassociative. This is, this is right up my alley. Cause you know, I had a psychology minor or I'm a psycho or whatever it is. I've always <laughs> been interested in psychology and human behavior. So that's what fascinated, fascinated me about this. In fact, I was a little, disappointed in myself that I didn't know more about this character earlier because mm. it is so in your face about a personality disorder is what they used to call him. But this one's called dissociative identity disorder, DID. And okay. it's a, it's, it's a personality disorder. It's a mental disorder where basically you have multiple personalities. Now as me and my buddy in another podcast have talked about, um, we, it's called Badger Bazaar and it's, you know, it's a pretty good podcast about true crime in, in Wisconsin. But basically, in, in all reality, that disorder, the other, they're called alters. Basically, they're other personalities. They're called alters. That's the term they use now. And, and, and these terms are always changing and evolving as they, mm, as they right. learn more about these disorders. But um, they don't necessarily know about each other. So that's why these, these fictional shows, when they, ha- like the movie Split, uh, Unbreakable and Glass by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, that that was a series, kind of a superhero series, where the guy the guy split had multiple personalities. Um, 
they're not supposed to know about each other. They don't know about each other. So it's a little far-fetched that way as far as reality goes, but that's what it's all about. It's basically, it used to be called multiple personality disorder. It's, it's, it's more evolved than that. It's, it's more in depth than that, but that's basically where it is. They have different alters as they call them now. So sorry for the long-winded explanation. No. And, and that's a good, that's a good thing to, to, to bring up in this episode is that, you know, in, in, again, this is, this, goes back which we've been talking about you know since um wandavision came out they're pushing the envelope and they're trying new things that are not the standard you know superhero movie right right this is basically an origin movie so and and as i read today just try to get synopsis of these three episodes they they need to come at it from a different angle because otherwise these origin stories start to kind of be repetitive. They're just like the same thing over and over. So it's, it's cool that they're finding new ways and granted these comics have been around a while, but even as they were writing these comics, they found new ways to, to bring them into the Marvel universe. Right. And I guess what I, what I want to say, and I'm not able to articulate it very well right now, but they are, how do I put this? They're coming at it from a different angle, but it's they're focusing on that disorder as much as they're focusing on the superhuman abilities that he has. Right. So just as much of his superpowers, like so he's got his superpowers, that defines him equally as much as this personality disorder. Right. So you've got a pretty dramatic shift in what you know i mean it's almost like it's almost like an alter ego type of deal where batman is bruce wayne yeah. and batman right that's true it's just they don't, you know? they don't necessarily know about each other and and it's it's different because it's it's a defense mechanism right. whereas batman he needs to have that other alter ego so that he can um, fight crime because if he was just Bruce Wayne doing it, it would be a totally different situation. He wouldn't he wouldn't be able to get away with it, right? And in his situation, but it is along those lines. You're right. That's a good comparison. In his situation too, it's obviously voluntary, and he's in control the entire time, right? Whereas this is, you know, I mean, and you had posted an article on the Monty and Mickey page about how you know, and I I read that they they did consult psychologists and people who specialize in this type of disorder for what it feels like to be in that person's shoes and they tried to they tried to convey that as best they could in a tv show and be respectful and and be respectful and i think that they they probably knowing marvel and knowing just the level of detail they go to i'm sure they even went the extra mile to respect and um represent uh the egyptian gods oh sure. you know in an accurate way oh right right symbols and all these things that you know because i mean it, it's it's a it's I, I would i mean i could be wrong maybe there's people that do worship these gods still but it's oh, a know, it's a dead there, religion there definitely are oh there is okay yeah, I, I, sure. that's how ignorant i am about it but so so maybe okay so it is an active religion. so you want to have respect of those people and their beliefs and everything right and it's been it's a long time going. So even if there were no there were no no human beings still recognizing it as a, as a faith or whatever, I mean it's been around a long time. And I mean it's it's an amazing part of our history. 
And so just to get it right, because we know we live in an instant gratification society where people know immediately and they will call you out when you're wrong. So you got to get your facts right, especially about something that's existed for so long, because someone is right. going to call you out and tell you how wrong you are. Right. And and kind of piggybacking off of that, um, I I know, I don't know the exact dates, and I but I have like read some or been, you know, listening to some podcasts where they talk about this whole, this whole Egyptian craze, right? Like there was this, almost like it. this fashion or like this like hot topic item when they started to discover, and I don't even know the dates, like mid 1950s, I don't know, early, early 1900s, where people would go on expeditions and they do these dig sites and there's all these things that are happening. A lot of archaeologists were doing a lot of research, yeah. Right, where they're finding all this stuff and the tombs and the sarcophagus and, and all these things that they were discovering. And what it ended up being is like this really popular thing. And I didn't do the research because I just... I, I want to say I'm lazy, but it's not because I'm lazy. It's just because I don't have the time. Right. Um, I wonder when the timeline, as far as when this comic book series came out and how that corresponds with when this craze was kind of happening, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that, that song, Walk Like an Egyptian, you know, these different references to Egyptian, you know, culture and and it, when we think about that, because just like anything else, we've had these like, oh, we've seen this on TV. And, you know, I mean, even like tying it back to like the Prince of Egypt and the story of Moses and everything with the Jewish culture that came out of Egypt and all of these things where it's like this is, you know, for whatever reason, you know, these discoveries and things that happened, it's like this almost cultural um cultural what's the word point cultural cultural stone cultural stepping stone or like anchor that we have that we can look back on or fandom influence yeah it's 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 like a it's it's uh it's in the I'm I'm just horrible. I'm just I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, it's a part of our culture, right? It's, right. it's a it's a part a of a big part. Who it's a part of our history. It's Americans. Of, and I mean, like know? my as much as I've admitted that I love to travel, my the next place on my list, I mean, and I'm not joking, is I, I'd like to do a trip to Egypt and Greece. And so right. there you go. You got the Sphinx and the the pyramids of Giza and and all these tombs and stuff. Actually, I just looked it up. Moon Knight came out in august of 1975 that's the first time that comic mm. showed its face so so yeah i guess that'd be a little bit later than what i would expect but right but it's still know, based you know. on stuff that was becoming right. more and more popular all the time i mean just like you said the, this the knowledge of these things have been around because these are some of the they're, they're some of the seven ancient wonders of the world mm-hmm. but right. but the research into it we didn't necessarily have the technology to go further into it and to dig and like you said the archaeologists have have studied um like as far as documentation and they've gone into these places and they've tried to the the symbology of it all and then and then you got shows like you know along the lines of angels and demons and the da vinci code which i mean that's a lot of that's different but some of it is based on it's that kind of basically infatuation with learning what was going on with these these ancient wonders that have made people in the last a century start 
digging further into it than than we really had before. Well, and, I, and you, you, you touched on a couple things there that are kind of important. I mean, if you think about the fact that George Washington didn't realize that dinosaurs existed, it starts to put it in perspective of how not that type of knowledge in this, in especially like historical knowledge about things that existed right thousands of years ago. And that was only at the beginning of our country that George Washington right. exists, which in the grand scheme of things was couple hundred years ago that's not that right. long ago so so you're talking about really this knowledge about egyptian culture and everything not you know i i would say you probably i mean even people knew about it but like the like you said the the dig sites and everything that went along with that you know so all that said it, it's it's something that clearly was popular enough that they felt you know at marvel hey let's do and and from what i understand he was supposed to be somewhat of a competitor of Batman in terms of the way that he, you know, stuck around at night and did all these things. So it was, you know, there was, there was that that went along with it too, but, you know, from a cultural perspective, I think people were in, could have been interested in, you know, Egyptian culture at that time and things, those types of things. Oh, that, um, like, like that's, like I said, I, I'm disappointed in myself for not having known about this character more because a, of the psychological aspects, you know, he's got this major personality disorder and B the Egyptian. I, I've always been fascinated by the Roman empire, the Egyptian uh, heritage and the Scottish heritage. So, I mean, this is so up my alley that I, I've been right. loving it just for those aspects. And I can't believe I didn't know more about it when it came out right around the time I was born for God's sake. Right. Well, and I think that again, with, marvel stretching their legs and able to pursue lesser known characters i get the feeling that you're going to we're both going to be saying that about new characters that are introduced over the next god knows how many years we'll be keeping this going hell yeah they have such a such a giant database uh, such a wealth of uh, you know pool to pull from I think there's going to be more and more characters who are like, wow, this character is really interesting. Why right. didn't you hear about it? Well, because, you know, Iron Man was being shoved down your throat or, Director, you know, it was just not, you know, maybe a limited run comic series or whatever, for whatever reason. So I think that that's going to be a part of, um, you know, moving forward, just people having more knowledge about what's out there and sure. the, the comics, you know, because so far, and in that, I think will be a tipping point in the Marvel universe. And I, and again, going off on a tangent, I want to see them get to the point. Not necessarily that they've covered every single character that is existing in the comic books, but I want them to get to the point like Harley Quinn in the uh, Batman animated series, where she existed for the first time in that show and never existed in the comics before. I want to see them get to the point where either a minor character or a full-blown movie or TV show is created whole cloth that's never been done in comic book. Brand new character. I want to see I'm sure that'll happen. that point. Right. I think that would be really exciting to see that happen, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously Star Wars is doing that with Mandalorian, or they did. I think that it could be really cool to witness something like that where they take an even bigger leap of faith and decide that they're just going to go completely off script and 
create a completely new character, new backstory, everything. Because, like I said, that's what happened with Harley Quinn, and they loved her. She was only going to be on the, you know, a couple episodes. People loved her so much. She was in multiple episodes, and now, I mean, look at her. She's one of the most, if not, I mean, she's top five most recognized Batman villains, you know? Oh, for sure. She's got more, she's got more uh, movie appearances at this point than, uh, I think, the Penguin or the Riddler. I I think, I think DC villains in general, she's top five. Right. Not not just Batman. I mean, right. Exactly. Yeah. Batman's one of the oldest characters, but yeah, granted, I mean, she's a sex symbol too. That helps because, you know, a lot of people that like this stuff are horny men, but, but I mean, I just, it's amazing character and she, it's, you know, she's got a goofy side, but she can kick ass. So she represents women well and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, they're going places. And I think like we, we posted something that said DC is starting to get catch on to what Marvel has been doing, but yeah, I I think all these movies and shows are actually starting to, to bring along the, I mean, they're making people go back to the comics and, and see where, you know, what the origin was. So it's, it's cool for that too. Right. And I was just going to say, yeah, that whole DC comic, I think there's been a shift in leadership and they're, they're starting to, you know, kind of, like you said, take a, take a page out of Marvel's book, comic right. book maybe. Right. Um, nice. <laughs> but um, I guess, yeah, it's just exciting just in general to see where this is going. One thing I do want to bring up that I think is it's fun to think about. And this is like the type of conversation I have with my buddy over a campfire with a beer, but so, so, okay. So follow me on this, right? That's one thing we haven't done yet, but we'll, we'll get to that probably. Yes. Had a beer over a campfire. We we should almost figure out a way to record a episode over the campfire. Right. Crackling in the background. Um, So, so follow me on this, right? Thor. God of Thunder, right? Norse God of Mythology, right? He's got Loki and everything else that comes along with him and his character in Asgard and everything, right? And a new movie coming out soon. Yes, and a new movie coming out. So then you've got the Eternals where these like big celestials and all these things going on um, and these like godlike creatures that are larger than life and bigger than humans, right? And you've got Ego who's, uh, you know, this whole situation with him and and who he was with peter quill's dad and now and now we're leading into this this moon night where these egyptian gods are real and they 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 exist and they're a part of people real people's lives and 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 so it begs the question because i know even in the new movie the new thor movie it's a very short clip like a half a second russell crowe is playing zeus Mm. So the question, the question I have, or the, the thought that provoked me as I was thinking about the Moon Knight and all the different gods and Egyptian gods that are coming up, in the Marvel Universe, these religions that worship these deities, those deities are real, right? Right. right. Those deities are real. They're real live gods. And, these, yeah, these are gods know. that have been true for humanity yes for sure so so it's an interesting obviously they're they're taking you know on these religions and they're they're expanding on them but like i think even at one point in one of the marvel tv or one of the marvel comic book runs like jesus showed up (laughs) 
Like, like, so, so it's, it's, it's just really interesting to be like, okay, so what kind of leaps are we going to make now in the Marvel universe, right? So Zeus exists and the God of Thunder exists and all these Egyptian gods exist. Uh, does, you know, the gods of the, you know, other religions, they exist. Does Jesus exist? Does angels exist? Does God, big G-O-D from the Christianity, from Christianity, does he exist? Does Muhammad exist? You know, Buddha. So it's, 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 Buddha, yeah, Buddha, all these things where it's like, that's just, it's an interesting take on it where it's like, you don't have to be like, you know, I hate or I'm a, you know, I'm a whatever I'm monotheist Christian. And I, and I think that, you know, like forget about, you know, and I, and I don't want to say forget about it because obviously as a person who's religious, that's a core part of who you are, but play, play for fun or like think about the, the, you know, implications of this, if there are Egyptian gods in the Marvel universe, well, I mean, how that could be a fun way to play with religion in a safe way. That's like, I can read this as entertainment. I can watch this entertainment, still believe what I believe as a, uh, on a personal level. Right. And does, does that make sense? Am I, am yeah. I, what, you know, what I'm going to say is uh, as a religious person, you are still open to the fact that there are other religions and other faiths. So, I mean, they're, they're tapping into all these like you said there's allah there's there's muhammad there's buddha there's jesus so i mean they're just finding new ways to to create these characters from a different belief system and i think that's amazing yeah i mean they're they're just considering the the humanity over the entire globe and that's that's right. what's been so great about marvel and and i think that's what stan lee gets gets a lot of credit for but he wanted to develop these characters so that they had that kind of depth whereas you know, maybe early DC characters were just kind of black and white and, you know, mm-hmm. cut and gray, cut and paste. But but these characters, Stan Lee wanted, they, he wanted to make them human. He wanted to have them have these human qualities and these belief systems and all this other stuff going on. I mean, this guy's got dissociative identity disorder, for God's sake. I mean, that's that's a very human characteristic. He's, right. He's got mental health issues which is very especially in these days this day and age it's it's a very real thing for humans so it's it's amazing and i think that's why people identify with these characters and and get so into them well in in marvel i don't think they they're not they're not trying to they i guess they haven't been and, and clearly, as you mentioned, our culture and the way that things are today, they haven't been shy about the fact that they want to represent as many individuals as possible, right? Right. Miss Marvel's coming out. She's a a Muslim woman from the Muslim girl from from New York City, right? Right. You've got you know all these things that they those different cultures they want to represent with you know uh, Shang Chi and in the Asian culture and the Black that, Panther, you know, Black Panther with you know so. I yeah, it's it's an interesting for for and 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 take the the whole you know politically correct or like trying to do that on purpose. Put that to the side for me, and I can say this because I'm a you know white middle aged male. But for for we're the people who offend everyone the most. (laughs) For me, it's just super interesting to learn about these things that I'm not normally exposed to right? from that perspective. Right. And I, you know, like you said, whether it's politically correct or not, these comics have been around for, for decades now. So, 
I mean, yeah. th- these issues as far as race and representation have been around. It's it is nice to have some representation from every group, and it does. But it does as a result, it, it drags us all along into into introducing the fact that there are other mental or there's sorry, there's other belief systems, there's other ways of doing things, there's other cultures, there's other creeds. It's it's opening our eyes and our minds to the fact that we're all people. We all have the same kinds of problems. We all are mortal. We all make waste. We all eat. We all breathe. We all bathe. And, you know, so it's just, it's, it's bringing them all together into a universe that's, you know, with people with superpowers that maybe that's what makes us a little different than, than them. But it, like you say, there, there's so many things that are great about these that are opening our eyes and it, it's amazing. That's why well, we're so geeked up about it. And, and also, you know, like you said, I mean, I don't know, M- Mickey and I, you've, we've talked about this in previous episodes now, but Mickey and I, you know, are very firmly in the, um, in the camp of, you can have a conversation, you can, you can learn about something, find it interesting, think that it's something that you want to learn more about or have a discussion with somebody at, about and not agree with it. Right. Well, or and there's least- nothing wrong with that. I mean, maybe and the thing is, you and I, we see most things eye to eye. It's just you come at it from a more religious angle than I do. And that's, I mean, that's what makes us who we are. But it's also what makes us different from each other. And it's just, it, if we can't feed off each other in that way, it, you're not trying to learn. You're not trying to grow. You're not trying to expand. It's just, like you say, to, to, and I mean, and we, we're good friends. So it's like just because we don't have exact same opinion on every view and you're not going to, it's impossible. doesn't mean you can't be the best of friends. It's, it's right. ridiculous, but that's where our culture seems to be going while wow, we are going off on a deep, deep road. <laughs> I was trying to reel it in. I was like, as you were saying that, and I was, and I was thinking to myself, how do I tie it back? Right. How do we bring it back right. to Moon Knight? Well, and the only I, thing I can think, the only thing I can think of was, don't persecute people with multiple disabilities, multiple personality disorders. They don't right. even know who they, they don't can't even agree with themselves and their right. own personalities, let alone you telling them that they're wrong. So right. anyways, yeah. So, but yeah, no, and, and right. it, it just, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a through line that we've had in this whole podcast, but yeah, I guess it's true. It's people just, with people with dissociative identity disorder actually. And that, the thing is, I've been corrected on that. It used to be multiple personality disorder. So, I mean, people will even argue with you about that. Right. That's the kind of society we have now. But, right. yeah, they might even argue with themselves about this stuff. Granted, they don't, aren't necessarily supposed to know each other about each other. So it's that's a whole other story. But, right. I mean, I, it's fascinating. And it's just cool how all these different places, all these different characters are coming from a different angle. So, do we now this late in the in this shorty episode? Do we do a quick synopsis of what's happened in the three episodes, or are we assuming that people know that if they're listening? I I think it's fine. I think that unless unless you want to, I think that we we kind of covered the things that at least I was thinking that we would talk about. So I think I think that people, yeah, if you if you watch the episodes, you kind of know what's going on. And really, this this type of format isn't supposed to be a deep dive, anyways. Right. Um, we can, like I said, we'll revisit it again, and I think having perspective of the watching the entire series will allow us to give that synopsis a little bit easier to the entirety of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After, yeah. Yep. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll just kind of sum it up after that point, but so, yeah, I, so yeah. I love what we've talked about. This is, 
like you say, I mean, the fact that you and I, I mean, we're, we're kind of yelling. We're so excited about what's going on. Yeah. It's, this is just one series. I mean, it, and it made us consider other series and other um, characters and stuff. But I, I, I've read things here and there about people criticizing the MCU and how it's overrated because that's what people do. They have to find the negative and everything. But whether it's overrated or not, you're talking about it. And, right. and they're introducing so many things to us, like you say, culture recognition. I mean, we're, we're being open, having our eyes open to so many different things. Now, now we're talking about mental disorders. We're talking about different groups of people, men, women, cultures, creeds. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's entertaining because it's fictional, but it's based on so much reality and it's, it's helping us kind of separate from our lives. And, and the everyday grind, but it's also making us realize, holy crap, there's other points of view out there. And I really feel like, especially in the last couple of years, people have gotten away from recognizing that everyone has a point of view that we all need to try to understand, not just judge. Right. So it's, I think it's amazing if you can't tell by my yelling. <laughs> right. And like I said, you can listen to somebody have a conversation about what they're going through, not understand what they're going through, not even agree with what they're saying and still have a respectful relationship. Right. And Cause you're I trying to understand there's anything and wrong empathize. with that. Yeah. Because guess what? We're not all clones from Camino. No, we all grew have up the exact same way and had the exact same DNA and right. had the exact same parents and life experiences. I mean, I don't even watch, moon night the same as mickey so no you know. no my eyes are different than yours and and i i i wouldn't mind having Django fed as my dad but he's not <laughs> with a million more on the way right. exactly. on that crazy tangent of a i don't even know if we should call this moon night or called something else but right so but anyway made some good um, points so yeah so that's all i've got anything else you wanted to end on or do you think you, we pretty much covered it for no the like you said we're, we're, minute episode that we well and we and we i mean we dug we didn't really dig into each episode but we kind of like you say it's the the main points are that he's an egypt egyptologist and and we, there's a few characters that we haven't talked about there's a villain that we haven't talked about but we'll get more into that once the entirety of the series is over. We just kind of wanted to focus on, on the main aspects that have been brought to us so far in the three and in the, in the half of the, the limited series. But no, I think we did a good job making a lot of good points. Good. Good. All right. Well, like we always like to say, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks guys. What kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?